is going on ladies and gentlemen and uh all of you that are uh, non-binary what's going on everybody uh you just tuned in to hanging heavy the podcast where uh, the conversation can get as heavy as the host as always i'm your boy desecrator and um you're tuning in not live, but as soon as you listen to it. So uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for coming back. If this is your first time, welcome to Hanging Heavy. Um, if uh, you're new around here, uh, go ahead and download the Podbean app. It makes listening to this uh, podcast a whole lot easier. You automatically get notified when i upload a new episode you can like share comment uh and uh, all that shit if not you can always listen at the website hangingheavy.podbean.com you don't have to download anything extra you can stream it from the site itself and you can still do all of that shit you can like comment uh share hopefully uh if you can do me the favor and go ahead and uh, put this on your social media, I would appreciate the word, the word, the spread of word, uh, the word of mouth. Um, I mean, technically it's coming from your hands, your fingers, but whatever. Um, if you don't want to do that, you can check me out uh, on the iTunes uh, store or the Google Play Music Store. And if none of those are your fancy, you can always listen through YouTube. Just type in the search Hanging Heavy Podcast and uh, you'll find me. About 30 some episodes deep. I don't even know at this point. Uh, the title of this one is 30, but I'm, I'm more than positive I've posted more than 30. So let's just uh, let's not even number it anymore. Let's just call it this episode. Today's episode. Recorded Friday, February 8th, 2019. So, let's go, Pats Nation. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Super Bowl just ended, and, uh, or I mean, not today, I mean, it ended on Sunday, but, uh, I mean, if you don't know who won by now, you're an asshole. But a little bit of news slipped by me that I forgot to uh, talk about. Uh, Poppy Ray had sent an article in about the history that will be made in Super Bowl 53, a.k.a. the defensive, the assault. defensive, assault. The defensive assault. This history in the making isn't the fact that Brady will be the only player in NFL history to have six, count them, six, six, six. Six rings. <laughs> or the fact that the Empire, a.k.a. the New England Patriots, got six Lombardi trophies in under 20 years. Suck it, Steelers! <laughs> but the fact that there will finally be, and this is where the history is, male cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Yes! Fierce! Dance, queen, dance. <laughs> oh, and they will be cheering for no other than the L.A. Rams. <laughs> of 
course. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, why is that history? Who fucking cares about the cheerleaders? Let's see them bitches take a hit from the shit brick houses of monsters of men playing the game. <laughs> then that will be history. <laughs> um, moving along. For those of you who celebrate the candy industry fabricated holiday that is Valentine's Day, a classic staple known simply as the Candy Conversation Heart is taking a massive hit this year. The original company, Neko, the New England Confectionery Company, well, looky here, another New England store yet again. Well, they debuted the candy in 1866. That's uh, 153 years ago for those that are counting. Well, Aneco had to close their doors in July of 2018 and sell off their brand to another company, the Spangler Candy Company. The resulting foreclosure means that the new company taking over wouldn't have enough time to make enough candies to push to the market as they do every year. They make these small hearts year-round to fill the massive corner that they've made for themselves. Sure, there are other brands that make them, like Branch, but they just aren't the same. Neko had perfected this staple with their own machines that press and stamp each heart. Other companies just stamp and laser print their soulless generic ripoffs. So yeah, not everyone loved the taste of the colorful chalk candies, but I did, weirdly. So I'd have I'd have to say wait till next year if you want a taste of that tradition. So, if you're one of those people that actually thinks climate change is a hoax, fake news, well, you're a complete and total idiot. As uh, 2018 is on record for being the fourth hottest year ever recorded, and that trend is here to stay. This record goes all the way back to 1880 when it first became possible to collect reliable and consistent global temperatures. That's no bueno, my friend. But can you blame us? I mean, you can blame the industrialization of the modern world. Can't live without instant gratification. Maybe fucking Elon Musk should take a page from the actual Tesla, actual Tesla and create a global fix like Tesla intended to do with free energy for the entire world. But instead, make an air conditioner big enough to cool us all down. <laughs> instead, bitch be trying to leave the planet and shit. Speaking of space, though, NASA warns there is a giant asteroid headed for an Earth approach this weekend or Sunday, the 10th of February. It will zip past at at least 229,000 miles per hour. Excuse me. This asteroid is dubbed CB2. Not to be confused with the Chris Rock movie CB4. <laughs> uh oh. 
Interesting. Chris Rock? Asteroid named CB2? Illuminati? Confirmed. <laughs> Who said that? Anyway, it'll fly by nearly 38 times the speed of sound. But rest assured, it will not slam into the planet at full speed. It'll nearly miss us by about 650,000 to a million miles away. Give or take. I mean, to the layman's uh, or the average person, this might seem far enough to pass by with ease. With the ease of comfort, but in the terms of the cosmic scale, motherfucker too close, man. <laughs> Alright, so a, a couple weeks back, I spoke about scientists using gene editing to help make designer babies. Or babies that are less likely to contact your, not contact, but uh, be susceptible. Uh, susceptible. Oh, susceptible. Oh. <laughs> they may get sick. <laughs> I can't speak. Well, scientists may have altered the DNA in adults to fight disease. Researchers are cautious, but their experiments are encouraging. Yet they have yet to come to a distinct conclusion. They say gene editing is intended to be a more precise version to achieve gene therapy. Uh, to be able to disable a bad gene or supply a good one that isn't present. These studies involved patients with the Hunter or Hurler syndrome. Both of these diseases are caused by a missing gene that makes an enzyme break down certain sugar compounds. Lacking this, sugars build up and damage organs, causing them to fail or often killing their patients in their teens. Yikes, yikes. <clears throat> That's pretty much saying how I feel about that. Damn, man. I need a drink after that. Segway! Segway! <laughs> Liquor before beer. Ever heard that saying? Well, the new study shows that in either order, you'll still feel shitty the next day. The old adage beer before liquor never been sicker liquor before beer you're super queer a uh, you're in the clear well <laughs> that appears to be fine finally scientifically proven wrong in the study that they conducted 90 90 people were split into three different groups before drinking beer and wine in a prescribed order along with that it was found women were statistically more likely to Suffer, suffer more than men. Fucking pussies. Just because you have one doesn't mean you have to act like one. <laughs> uh, anyway, factors included size, the age, and the gender of the people involved. Involved, involved, involved. So if you plan a party, drink some water in between. Ah, oh, man. This is what we're getting at. Scientists is just giving people drinks. Fuck, where, where, where were they when I started this podcast? I'd be drinking for free. Anyway. Um, 
aside from the regular bullshit in the world, there's still some bright beacons of shining hope out there for humanity. They're in point. There's a 19-year-old bioengineering student out in this world that built himself a prosthetic arm. Out of Legos. David Aguilar built a robotic arm himself out of Legos. And the icing on top of that badass cake is that he named it after the Iron Man suits. He's built and modified for. He attends the university, uh, the Universitat Intracinal de Cataluña in Spain. Oh. oh, I'm a man of many cultures. He was born with a rare genetic condition that caused him to be born without a right forearm. His newest prosthetic arm looks pretty cool for being made out of Legos. He went on to say that he wants to build prosthetics that anyone can afford. Looking out for the small guy because he himself is one. He didn't say that, I just did. That's ultimate badassery, seeing as that it's a bit of tech news. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to those of you who, that have an iPhone, beware. There's a huge bug that lets people listen in to you before answering a FaceTime call. They've gone and patched this thanks to a 14-year-old kid from Arizona. He found the exploit while calling his friend. They found it odd and he told his mother who then decided to DM an Apple account on Twitter until they finally responded. Their story went viral so Apple had no other choice. So now this kid should be raking in some fucking free money. Apple has yet to disclose how much they're going to give him, but it's going into a college fund for the boy. It's most likely going to be a pretty fucking penny, seeing how damaging that could have been to someone. If someone with nefarious intentions had found it. So fuck you, Apple. You're just as shit as every other company. Stop trying to prove everyone that you're the top tier fucking quality fucking shit. Your shit's just as bad as the rest. Shut up. Tighten it up. Toy. Make it toy like a tiger. Yes, science. <laughs> so, uh, I want to get a little personal. As I said in the past, I had an interview coming up. Well, that day came and passed this past Wednesday. And, ooh, it went by quick. They gave me a follow-up interview today. And I gotta say, as smooth as I sound here, <laughs> this isn't business. This is pleasure. Ooh, would you want business or pleasure? And the professional had to come out of me, and I feel overall it went well. So uh, keep those fingers crossed for me. Uh, I also wanted to do a little housekeeping. For those of you not in the know, that means clean up a mistake I made in the past. In a past episode, a couple weeks ago, I don't remember exactly when, but I remember saying that the PS4 turned out to be the best-selling console of the year 2018. Well, it turns out I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. Apparently, the Nintendo Switch has sold outsold the PS4 when it comes to its time and at this current age. Well, hey, fuck that. I'm still right. As of now, the Switch has sold over 32 million consoles to date, releasing in 2017. 
<clears throat> which is pretty fucking good seeing as how expensive all their bullshit accessories and game cartridges are but the ps4 has sold a towering 94 million units but they have also been on the market since 2013 holy shit that's a long time <laughs> and i think feels so old now so in essence in three years i'm sure the switch will blow those numbers away easily but good luck <clears throat> now that i'm on the topic of playstation apparently there's a little bit of outrage going on they're getting into some cusp of war with the snowflakes of the world after they released a trailer for a new video game that's right they're getting shit for a video game <clears throat> it's actually kind of stupid this game but it's funny how fucking riled up people are getting over it let me give you a little little info into it the game title is shanky the vegan's nightmare <laughs> and as the name implies it boldly stands against what vegans stand for <laughs> shanky an anthropomorphic meat grinder <laughs> i'm not even kidding walks around devouring local wildlife grinding their bodies and leaving a trail of blood and ground up meat behind everywhere he walks <laughs> okay hold on he uses the mincemeat not a not a joke again to propel himself and his strength is measured by his meat level <laughs> it's clever i guess the outcry is that it'll show to young impressionable minds that the horror their words horror in quotations <clears throat> of actually uh killing animals and using them for one's own purpose and discarding of their bodies as if they were worthless <laughs> jesus this is totally a 90s game that they found on the cutter room floor I, I mean at least that's the vibe i got from the trailer like this game could totally come out between booger man and fucking earthworm jim shout out to my 90s babies or, I mean, fucking 90s kids. Fuck that. Babies can't play games. <clears throat> uh, go check it out and uh, leave your feedback in the comments down below. And um, while you're at it, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> well, dig it. Let them go after our games. All it takes is one person to fuck it up for us all. And by that, I mean a trio of Pennsylvania lawmakers specifically because they want to tax violent video games in hopes of funding school safety measures the bill they're attempting to pass will call for a 10 percent tax on any game rated mature 17 plus or adults only 18 and over well fuck they want to make violent games which is all the fun ones basically more expensive for the industry to put out fuck that they already cost a nut and a half as it is the tax would be in addition to any state or municipal taxes already in place 
Well, no. Fucking shit. That's awesome. Let's... Let's just fucking make paper even more expensive for the fucking cardstock, please. Why not? 10% tax on video game paper. And it would be up to the video game retailer to collect the tax. Don't fucking fuck with my games. Uh, I guess fucking politicians will go after whatever. Eh, anyway, moving on. Some time has passed after the open demo for Anthem, the mech shooter, looter, and it's left me feeling kind of meh. Like, I could pass on it and not feel bad. It's a good thing I got Far Cry 5 cheap. At least I got that to fuck shit up with with the boys. And speaking of Far Cry 5, I went hunting with my boy to stack up some in-game money and the method he found was pretty good. I think I found a way to make it better, but I'm gonna hold out before I show him. That's my secret. <laughs> so far the game is pretty fun to fuck around in and I haven't really done much story-wise. Seeing as how it doesn't cross over during multiplayer. Fucking Ubisoft. Get on that shit. That's fucking lame. But with all the systems in the game that are in check, I also understand as to maintaining all of that info must be a clusterfuck. So I'll, I'll let it slide. Uh, I missed the fucking the Division demo. But mostly because eh, I can also kind of care less about it. First one didn't fucking tickle my willy. It didn't didn't tickle my pickle. Didn't put any jollies in my undies. I don't even think that's a sound, a saying. But yeah, it didn't do much for me. It was alright. So if there's anything gaming-wise that you'd like for me to know that you don't think I would know, let me know. <laughs> Eight bitch. Tron like. So I've mentioned before, I follow this hip hop artist, Packy, and uh, he helps start and build what is known as the collect the Spectator Collective, as they go by now. And uh, I've helped show my support by buying a couple albums from him. But they recently they recently brought back a throwback design of their T-shirt line. Or on their t-shirt line, I should say. And now they support the big boy. <laughs> so hell yeah, had to cop me that sweet merch. I ordered that throwback logo and a cap. With the word spec across the front. And the hat and shirt came in pretty quick. The hat was crisp and looked better in person than it did in pictures. The shirt looked great until I put it on. It was perfect. It fit perfect, but I noticed that the logo was printed crooked. I tried it on after I recorded last week's episode, and it was around 2.30 a.m. I took a picture of the shirt with me in it, <laughs> so they could see my big titties. <laughs> and I sent an email to the contact email that was supplied with the shipping information. And uh, at 7.01, I get an email from Moti himself. Now, Moti is the owner 
and runs the company. He apologized and promised me a replacement free of charge. And that was February the 3rd. I got my shirt in the mail four days later on the 7th. And it was perfect. Mwah, pristine. Much respect to that owner. The man that runs the Spectators Collective. Because he himself emailed me and made it right. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how you fucking do business, people. I let him know I'm glad to support and that they're doing the shit right. When a company makes you feel important or even on the same level, then you have to give them props. So I'm doing that here on my show. Check out the stuff if you're into hip hop at all. You got to respect the spec, baby. So yeah, uh, check out their music. They they got some bangers. Packy's legit. But, I mean, only you can be the judge. So I'm, I'm going to... I want to talk about a movie that I saw the other day with my dad. And he's fucking... He watches corny-ass fucking shit movies that are on cable. And uh, we were watching this fucking one movie on sci-fi. Not a sponsor. And this movie was titled A Perfect Getaway. And if you've never seen it, it stars Mila Jovovich and the guy from fucking Saving Silverman. I could care less what his name is. <laughs> and not the dude that fucks a pie. The other guy. And it's a great dumb twist movie. It's pretty well written. It's well written. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys tight end. Uh, it's pretty well written because the plot has some subtleties in it that if you watch it the first time, you're going to let it go by. I had to watch it twice because my dad likes to rewind movies because he falls asleep. But you know what? That That's that's his prerogative. You know, he fucking paid for the TV so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> um. But I guess now that we're on, on movies, I, I highly recommend A Perfect Getaway, by the way. You won't see it coming because I didn't. <clears throat> That's the tagline that I put on my Rotten Tomatoes review. <laughs> I know. The, I just I saw this bit the other day and it fucking every time I see it, it cracks me up. And I, I talked about Jack Black a while back, and I should have put this in into that fucking episode, but the scene that I'm talking about, he doesn't even he's not even a main character in this movie, Jack Black. It's just the fucking comedic timing that he did in Ron Burgundy. And Ron Burgundy's a great fucking movie. Will Ferrell fucking shout out to you. The second one was pretty shit, but the first one was fucking on point. And my entire favorite part in that movie is when uh, he's eating a burrito, Ron Burgundy, that is, on the highway or some shit on a bridge. Some yeah, He's on a bridge. He's on a bridge. And uh, it, he decides that he's fucking completely full, that he had too much burrito. So he fucking chucks it out the window. And Jack Black is riding right next to him on a motorcycle and he fucking slops him in the face. And he crashes, right? And fucking Burgundy gets out. And if you don't, if you've never seen Ron Burgundy, uh, he has his dog Baxter. And uh, hey, that's it. That's his fucking. That's his dog, right? He follows him everywhere. So he gets down too, and the dog follows him. And uh, 
he's like, oh shit, you just fucking crashed. That was fucking crazy, right? Like Ron Burgundy style. And Jack Black's like, what the fuck, man? So uh, he's like, you you fucking ruined my bike. I love that bike. And he was like, well, shit, that's what happened. And he's like, what would you think if something you loved got destroyed? So he grabs the dog and he fucking punts it off the bridge. <laughs> oh my God, that shit is so funny. And not because he's hurting the animal, but because it's clearly a fucking stuffed dog. And it looks so fucking hilarious. I love it when fucking movies do that. Or TV shows. Uh, fucking Married with Children was very famous for using fucking dummies instead of humans. Instead of stunt doubles. Oh my god, that shit is fucking classic. It, anytime I see a fucking obvious dummy in a fucking action scene, my shit's fucking... I, that shit be cracking me up. <laughs> Side splitting for me. Even though I've seen it a hundred times or I know it's coming, it still fucking gets me. I don't know what it is. It's just the ragdoll effect. It's fucking funny as fuck. And uh, Jesus, I like I have to play it. But soon, with a simple act of littering, so life he's eating the burrito in his car at this point. He takes one fucking bite. Oh, Baxter, you are my little gentleman. He's singing to his fucking to loving dog. And before he realizes it's too much. Gentleman. This burrito is delicious, but it is filling. Literally just a little bite in the corner. Jack Black's face too. Hello, He's neighbor. fucking. Did you just throw a God damn it! Your huh? I believe I did. What do you hire something? <laughs> did you see what happened? I did see. That was a terrific. <coughs> smell. That's quite a raspberry. That's my chopper. You just thrashed bros of. Easy, compadre. I'm your friend out here. All right. I want you to fix my chopper before I stomp your goofy ass. <laughs> if you want to throw down in fisticuffs, fine. I've got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary waiting for you right here. <laughs> you destroyed the only thing I love. All right. There it is. What do you love? I love poetry and a <laughs> glass of scotch. And, of course, my friend Baxter here. Well, guess what? Now this is happening. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. Baxter. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. The that's how I roll. Uh, fucking his face and like how content he is with. I just made a good choice. Fucking perfect. God damn it. <laughs> Look up that scene if you don't remember it. It fucking cracks me up every time. Uh, and I just looked at the time. Speaking of that. And we're hitting that 30 minute mark as I like to do the show by myself. I want to go ahead and thank you guys for sticking with me. <clears throat> I might have some some good news coming soon. I'll let you know. As always, I'm your boy Desecrator. You can find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. You can even use Siri. Hey Siri, play Hanging Heavy. Um, and yeah, uh, fucking go ahead and do all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, please. Please do that. Give them a little kiss on the lips for me. A little mwah. 
uh, download the Podbean app. It makes listening a whole lot easier. And uh, I'm your boy, Desecrator. Much love and rich and rare. Oh.